to Say It Southern. Aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. Today, we are talking with Jennifer Dolander, a go-getter from Athens, Georgia. After a quick trip to New York City, Jennifer decided that what Athens really needed was a cookie dough shop. So that's what she and her husband did. Today, you're going to hear all about their business, what they're doing to give back, and what their plans are for the future. Plus, Jennifer gives us some insight on starting a business after the children leave the nest. As Jennifer says, life's short, so eat the dough. Join us now as we say it Southern with Jennifer Dolander. Jennifer Dolander, we are so excited to have you on Say It Southern today to talk about alumni cookie dough. Thank you so much. Yes. (laughs) Cookie dough is something that's like, it was always so forbidden, you know? It's like the thing you're always sneaking out of the refrigerator. Totally. And still do. My kids do. My (laughs) husband would rather eat the dough than the cookie. I would too. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the best part. Yeah. So how smart are you for starting this business? I mean, tell us all about it from your inspiration to, I mean, what, everything. We want to know everything. Sounds good. I definitely will. So it's a fun story. Um, It's all started back in 2018, July 2018. Um, I was not specifically looking for anything or to start a business. Um, July 2018, my daughter turned 18. And she had been wanting to go to New back to New York for her 18th birthday for as long as we can remember. So um, we did. And it was a girl's trip. I went with my best friend, Angela, who's very close with my daughter, Stephanie. And so we all went to New York and it was just a blast. Um, before going, I did research on things to do. We had already been a couple times. So we had done all the touristy stuff. And so that was not on our list of things to do. But I did see... In Greenwich Village, there was a cookie dough cafe, and I almost fell off my chair (laughs) because we are huge cookie dough lovers in our house, and so I told Stephanie, and she was like, oh, that's at the top of the list, you know, and I had wanted to go to Greenwich Village anyway because I'm a huge Sex and the City fan, and, you know, Mm -hmm. had to go see Carrie's Carrie's, um, Brownstone, Mm -hmm. so um, anyway, so one day we got off the subway, and I was so taken back how Greenwich Village really reminded me of Athens, as crazy as that sounds, because NYU is right there. And just seeing the college kids laying on the lawn, studying, it was like, oh, I'm a little homesick now, you know, because I just I love Athens. So once we made our way to the Cookie Dough Cafe, um, I just could not believe it. I, I could not believe they were scooping cookie dough like it was ice cream. Right. I, I, I just, I could not believe it. And I kept thinking as soon as we got there and got in line, I kept thinking, I cannot believe Athens doesn't have one of these. And I just, that thought did not leave my mind. And so when we left, we took a selfie of us eating the cookie dough and I sent it to my husband and I said, this place is so cute. Athens has got to have one of these. And he was like, really? And I was like, no, it, Athens has got to have one. And he said, well, let me do a little bit of research. And so he did. We made our way to Washington Park with our cookie dough and was eating it. And he called me and he said, um, they don't franchise, which they still don't. 
It's just not the direction they're going with their business. Um, he said, but you know what? He said, I think you should look into this. You know, this is something that Georgia only has one other cookie dough place. Oh, wow. And it really seems like it would do well. So um, we were just, I mean, we were going back and forth. It was kind of a fun, playful texting back and forth. Well, he was really serious. <laughs> so, um, and so we were in um, New York for two more days. Um, by the time our plane landed in Atlanta, Mike had secured the LLC. Are you oh kidding? Oh my me? gosh. <laughs> so, one thing about us is neither one of us play around. I mean, it's like once we get an idea, we go just full force ahead. And so I was thinking, we're really going to do this. The very next morning, we were leaving on a beach trip with, um, there were a total of 13. So there were 11 kids and two adults. Oh my. Um, so we really didn't have a lot of time to think about this. We have five children together and they each brought a friend. So, um, but they all thought we were crazy, you know, the whole beach trip, because we kept talking about this cookie dough company. And we just kept talking about it. And then as soon as we got back to Athens, we started looking at property. We knew we wanted to be in downtown Athens. We're both alumni of Georgia. And so we just knew we have a love for downtown Athens. Mm -hmm. So we started looking at property and we found a place. Um, it's a little bit on the outskirts. It's not right, right by the arch. But it's a couple blocks away, and there's a great apartment complex right there. And so one night we were downtown for dinner, and he said, let's just walk over there and stand outside. Because we weren't sure since it was a couple blocks away, the traffic. So we, after dinner, we made our way over there, and we just stood in front of the property. And within like 30 minutes, over 100 people walked by. And we were like, we're signing, we signed the lease the next day. And mm -hmm. so, um, and that was just in August. Um, construction started right away. We opened our doors January 18th. So it was not long. And then we opened our second location in Evans, Georgia in November. And right when COVID hit, we finalized our franchising agreement. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> um, it, it has been full force ahead the entire time, but it's been, um, it's just been the ride of a lifetime. And I was still teaching. I had signed a contract. So I taught from, we opened January 18th. So I taught full time until May. And luckily my best friend, Angela, that actually went to New York with us, she is our manager. So mm -hmm. well, you got to get her job. Good yeah. grace. She was in there for the planning. Yeah. So she was looking for something else. Her um, son had grown up and he, she was a stay at home mom. So she was like, there's, you know, it's time for me to do something. And I said, well, don't look too far. I might have something for you. And so she's been our manager ever since. And she loves the business as much as we do. Um, and so we are franchising and we're talking to two people seriously right now, even during this craziness. So, and I've, you know, I've said since all of this started that I, I, I had a choice to make on March 16th. That's the day that almost 90% of our business disappeared overnight. Mm -hmm. Um, they sent the Georgia students home and the Classic Center, which is one block away, has over 600 events a year. 
And we would get so much business from the Classic Center. But overnight, that all went away. So I really had to make the choice. Am I going to throw in the towel? Which would be, you know, kind of a, I don't think anyone would blink their eyes at that. It would be understandable at this point. Um, But I decided to fight and really look outside the box and focus on what I can do and not what I can't. And it's worked. We have thrived where a lot of businesses have gone under, unfortunately. What are are you doing to shift your business? Well, from the very beginning, um, we were allowed to stay open since we serve food. I mean, cookie dough is essential, right? Of course it is. Yeah, are you kidding me? Especially in times of crisis. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I think that's part of it. People are eating their problems away. I know I was. (laughs) I still am. Guilty. So I I decided to really focus on, okay, what can I do? A lot of people are not going to come down here, so I need to go to them. Mm -hmm. And so I contacted people that I knew that lived in really large neighborhoods, and I made a delivery menu, and they put it on their Facebook page, and we were up to five to six deliveries a week, and they were almost, it almost equaled our walk-in business. Heck yeah, Jennifer. It was so amazing. I was so, so thankful. If you look back on Facebook, I think it was like March 18th, there's a video on there, and it literally took me about 10 tries And you can still see that I was crying, you know, but I just felt I, I let fear get in me. And I've always known that fear is so paralyzing. Mm -hmm. I've known that, but this is something that I have never, I mean, none of us have ever experienced this. And so I really had to turn to my faith and just did a lot of soul searching and a lot of praying. Mm. And so the neighborhood deliveries were amazing. I mean, the friends that I had in these neighborhoods just showed up big time. And I would they would reoccur like every other week. They would want us to come back. And so it's um, it really did help us get through that time. And I, you know, and I've said in every video that I've made for, you know, Facebook, I'm like this. I believe in this business. And we serve a lot more than cookie dough. I always say that. Mm. We serve a lot more than cookie dough at Alumni Cookie Dough um, because we do give back every single month. We have a flavor of the month and 50% of those sales go to a local charity. Um, So it's just, I believe in our community and I just feel like, I felt like it was too good to give up on. And so I fought and I was working. I was the only one there and I worked, um, for four weeks in a row, over 70 hours a week. Wow. And it was, um, I mean, there were tears, and but I did it, and I pushed through, and I'm so thankful that I was actually, um, there were some nights where I was like, can I please be quarantined? Please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to be at home so bad. But then I would hear some, I would hear the negativity And I was like, y'all don't see what's happening in the community. There's so much goodness going on that no one sees unless you're immersed in it. And I'm so thankful looking back that I I was working those 70 hours a week because 
I was in it and I got to see the goodness. I got to see the positivity that was going on. And there was a lot of it. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like what, what did that look like? Because um, for us, it was homeschool and tears <laughs> and trying to tell your kids why they couldn't play with their friends outside and a lot of a lot of grace and a lot of understanding. So you know, it, the negative negativity is what get, gets the news, right? So tell Absolutely. us about the positivity that you saw. Absolutely. So part of that was just people being able to walk through that door, and I was offering curbside delivery and takeout, and people were just overwhelmed that we were open they would thank me for being open. And I was, and there was something that I would say at the very beginning to every single customer that walked through the door. And I would, I would end the um, transaction by saying, um, cause oftentimes they tip mm-hmm. after they pay. And um, I always said, you know, today and for the foreseeable future, your tip to us is sharing your experience that you were here and that we are open and that we want your business. And it took about a week for me to even get through that without tearing up. Mm -hmm. And I was standing right there in front of them. And just to be, just to see that people were so thankful to be able to get out of their house and enjoy something fun And a lot of times, you know, the dad would come by and pick up cookie dough and bring it home to the kids. And the neighborhood deliveries were so great. It was a um, a no contact delivery. So I would ring and run. I would leave it at their doorstep. And just the messages, the notes that we would get from the kids. Thank you so much for the cookie dough. It's so delicious. I mean, it was just so heartfelt when, like you said, it's easy to see the negativity. I mean, we can turn on the news every single day, but you have to search sometimes for the positive. Mm -hmm. And I did see so much of it. Yeah. Well, tell us a little more about um, being positive and all your goodness. Um, A little more about the charity that you're giving back to. Is this a local charity that you've chosen? And 50%? That's 50% of the flavor of the month. Wow. Yeah. Um, We choose a different one every single month. So, um, for instance, in April is autism awareness. So we would have the flavor of the month would be cookie monster and it would be blue, which we do keep year around now because it was so crazy popular. Um, it is our only sugar cookie that we carry. And so people go crazy and the kids will put their face up against the glass and they'll just be like blue, blue. They don't even care what flavor it is. So um, we did keep Cookie Monster. But then like September is um, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And I did hospital homebound um, teaching for a little boy that had cancer. um, And his family is huge in cure childhood cancer. And so for September, we um, had Butterfinger cookie dough, and we said um, kicking cancer's butt with Butterfinger. So I it was kind that. of cute little, and it was so stinking good. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so if we were to franchise alumni cookie dough, okay, let's just Sarah's say. got a new business plan. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to throw that out. Now accepting <laughs> applications for a co-host. <laughs> with, um, only in the Southeast. So that's important to know. We're only franchising in the Southeast. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so would I be able to pick my own charity? Would it, could I do local charities? 
Absolutely. Yeah. We want it to be local um, because we want it to be meaningful for the franchisees. Um, If we just feel, if it means more, if it means a lot to you, if you have a personal connection, then you're going to work harder for it. And in the end, you're going to raise more money for that charity. So um, that's, that's in our franchise agreement. And it is a requirement that every, that every franchise does that. It just, um, it's the backbone of our business and it's, um, it's what keeps us going on those hard days, you know, because there's so much, there, there's such a greater good about all this than just cookie dough. I mean, that is just the forefront. And so um, giving back is a huge component and we want all of our franchisees to do that. Tell us a little bit about the cookie dough because that's I mean, what I want to know. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's it's nothing for me to wander into the kitchen around two thirty a.m. and you know looking for some ice water, and all of a sudden I find myself with a mouthful of cookie dough. Um, but this isn't like cookie dough out of a package. Like you've perfected this recipe because if this is safe to eat, you don't have to worry about you know salmonella or anything, any of those uh, curse words about food you can't say. So tell us about how you developed the recipe. Absolutely. So once I got back from New York and and our trip right afterwards, I thought, okay, I've always felt comfortable in the kitchen. I was always in the kitchen with my grandmother baking. And so I felt comfortable enough to kind of start throwing some ingredients together And my husband and I have five children, and so they were our immediate taste testers, and they are brutally honest. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) they would tell me, oh, that's too dry, or oh, that's gritty, or so there were some stumbling blocks that I had to work out. And so um, the two two, um, ingredients in cookie dough that can make you sick are, of course, eggs. Um, but the one that actually makes you more, more sick than eggs is raw flour, um, because raw flour is an agriculture product. And so, you know, you have birds flying around and all that good stuff. Uh And so, um, we do two things. Um, we use pasteurized egg whites and we also, um, heat treat our flour. So you can bring the flour up to at least 165 degrees and it kills all the bacteria. So we do that ourselves every day in our cafe. Wow. Um, so it's, and then it was just a matter of finding that base, that perfect base. And I do believe we have found it. Um, we have gone to cookie dough cafes in the last year all over the country. We've gone to San Francisco and Las Vegas, and we went to the Mall of America. And we've gone to almost every one that, that we can find. And I'm very hard on myself and very picky. And so if I found one that was better, I would come back and try to perfect it. And I have not found one that is better. It is so delicious and it's bakeable. That's the other thing. A lot of cookie dough places, it's edible, but it's not bakeable. Well, no, no, no. I wanted it to be both (laughs) because I wanted it to be appealing to not only the cookie dough lovers, but also people that just want cookies. And people love that because they really buy enough because whatever they don't eat, they can bake cookies. It stays fresh in the fridge for three weeks, in the freezer for three months. So none of it ever goes bad. And everyone always laughs at me when I tell them that. They're like, oh, you don't have to worry about the three weeks. This thing, this isn't going to last overnight. (laughs) Yeah. So it's um, it's delicious, and we've come up with 
vegan flavors and gluten-free flavors. And I've just came out with our um, Keto Trio. So it's um, keto cookie dough that's Brookie, Snickerdoodle, and chocolate chip. And they they bake into the most amazing cookies. And so we have people literally that come in weekly and get their keto cookie dough. And they just have like a spoonful a night. You know, it's just, it satisfies that sweet tooth without blowing your keto diet. Now, do you ship? (laughs) Next question. We do ship in the Southeast. Um, Because it's a temperature controlled product, we're very picky about how it arrives to your home. And so we use an insulated box and we use gel packs. And but especially with the warmer months coming up, um, we do limit it to the Southeast. Um, And since that's where we're really spreading our brand anyway, and that's where we want to franchise, it really works out for the best. We do have some people that we don't ship to that they're upset with us, but we're just super picky about how the product ships. I think that's what makes you successful because I'm going to tell you what I've learned in talking to you for 20 minutes, that the backbone of this business is Y-O-U because you are a no-quit, all-go, whatever it takes. I mean, I can tell that just from the way, I mean, my gosh, you had an LLC in 48 hours. I just don't know a lot of people that are able to accomplish that. But did you see yourself that way? I mean, you know, we, we ask this question a lot when we come across women like yourself that have started these businesses. Are you an entrepreneur or did you, what, what is that good grit inside you that, that fuels a lot of this passion to make things work? Well, I think it comes from a couple different places. I'm an only child. And so I was always told as a child um, to go for it. And my um, parents would always ask me, what's the worst thing that can happen? And, you know, I I learned that firsthand in 2012. I um, was faced with a heart condition and had open heart surgery. And so I was, by the time I got into surgery, I had a five centimeter aortic aneurysm. And so I was very close to not being here. And so I realized after that point, you know, you've got to, you've got to just go for it. And sometimes there are really hard decisions that have to be made. I left a very unhealthy marriage after that. And that was so hard. We were married 19 years. But I realized after that that you have got to live your life. This is the only chance you're going to get. And you can't go back. And I didn't want to look back and wonder, what if? And so I think that's the the mindset that I've had really all my life, but especially after 2012, that you've just got to go for it. And sometimes it's really, really hard, but if it's not hard, it's not worth doing. And that's what I tell my kids all the time. If it's not hard, if it's not scaring you to death, it's not worth it. You know, everybody can do easy, but, um, and so I've just pushed through and a lot of people ask me, you know, why did you grow so fast? You know, I mean, I opened another location in less than a year. And we're franchising in less than a year. So it is fast. But at the same time, I just really rely heavily on my faith. 
and just really had to ask myself each time that I was faced with a difficult decision, you know, what is the worst thing that could happen? And that did not scare me more than not doing it. Not doing something scares me to death. I do not want to look back and wonder, you know, what, what, it, what would I have done if? And that's what I always tell my kids. If it's not scaring you, then it's not worth doing it. You've got to go for it. And so doing, you know, growing the business as fast as we did, it has been scary. But now I'm so thankful we did because it was scary. And, you know, but now we have people that we're, we're talking to two couples right now that it could possibly change their life like it changed ours. Wow. And that is so exciting to me to um, just open up this business to other people's families. I just think that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. What are your, what do the five children think about this cookie dough business and you guys just taking a risk and going for it? They think it's so cool. I mean, they are so excited. They're, I think they're proud. Um, we have a couple, several of the children are working for us. And so, Heck yeah, you know, nice summer job. Um, but they are proud. They're proud that, you know, their mom and their mom and dad own Alumni Cookie Dough. It's just, um, it's very well around Athens now. And um, they're just really, they're really excited. So they're still my my most harsh critics for sure too. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we wanted to order this cookie dough, how are we going to find you? Sure. So you can go to www.alumnicookiedough.com and you can find our shipping and franchising information on there. And then I also have a website, jenniferdolander.com. And um, on there, you can see um, information about, I'm really trying to inspire women to start their own business. And especially um, especially after their kids leave the nest. Um, I found that my three of my, three of the five children are adult age. And so I started doing some research into what people do when they hit this age of kids leaving the house. And I found that a lot of women become really depressed. It can be a really, really hard time. And I thought it doesn't have to be. This can be the best time of your life. And I thought, you know, if people have that entrepreneur itch, this could be the perfect time to start a business. And so just really, you know, inspiring people just to go for it and that it really can be a great time in their lives. So that's, um, that's kind of my little side project. Like I, I need that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So is, um, on Instagram, it's alumni at alumni cookie dough, correct? Yes, it is. Yes. I can't wait to get ours. I know it. She's shipping it to yeah. us and I cannot wait. <laughs> well, you'll have to let me know what your favorite flavor is. What's your so. favorite flavor? My favorite flavor since the very beginning has been cookies and cream. Mm. It's, it's so good and uh, it's just delicious. I'm a sucker for an Oreo. So I love an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's really good. And we make cookie dough milkshakes. So oh, that sounds good. And in Athens or um, Augusta or hopefully a, a location near you very soon. You can have a cookie dough milkshake. Those are one of my favorite things. Oh, that sounds so good. Well, Jennifer, thank you for coming on and telling us your story today. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. 
Bye. Bye-bye. All right. First and foremost, let's say hello to our youngest fan in Georgia, Addie. Thank you so much for listening to Say It Southern. The president of our youngest fan, uh-huh. the young fan club. Yeah, young members. Young members. <laughs> young fan members fan club <laughs> is Addie. Yes. Um, we're so excited about trying the cookie dough. Dad gum. Yes. Um, and Addie was probably one of the tasters. You know she was. So mm. she's got her stamp of approval on all that. <laughs> um, I would make absolutely make my kids be working up at that cookie dough shop. I sure would too. And I know about the tasting and being honest. Yeah. Like if you need the honest opinion, ask your child. Ask your kid. <laughs> they're not afraid to tell you. <laughs> no, they're going to tell you the truth. <laughs> at least mine aren't. Okay. So what about the concept of after your kids leave... Starting something like that. See, I love that she did that. Love, love it. it. Love it. Love it. Yes. I mean, why? Why sit at home and, and be sad? Why do <laughs> people know? think? Why do women think? Why do we think that it's too late to start something? Because you've already like raised these children, and almost it's like now it's your children's turn mm-hmm. to do their careers. Yeah. So, like you've got a front like row seat done. to what they do. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, because I think about, <laughs> this is so stupid, but are you ever like, I should have done that in my 20s. Oh, all the time. I should have done that in my 30s. All the time. I know I'm going to be saying, I should have done that in my 40s, <laughs> which we did. I mean, you and I started something at 39, yeah. you know, that worked out. But um, yeah, I know. I, I hate that. I wish that we could change the mentality of women and of people that think that their time has passed them by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of give All up. it takes is one idea mm-hmm. and a husband that gets an LLC done in 48 hours. <laughs> That's crazy. That's kind of part of my favorite story, <laughs> that he was like, yes, babe, let's do it. I want to know what she said in that text message to make him know, like, she means business. We should have asked her that. You know? Yes. Was it like, I'm not playing around? Yeah. Do your research? Right. Or was it just like, mm, this is good? Well, she said they're both go-getters. That They're both like, they don't do anything halfway. Mm-hmm. But just, I think it's so awesome, too, to have a partner that's like, yes, honey. you We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, has there ever been something, maybe it was besides this podcast. Maybe this podcast is probably like that for you because this was your idea. This was your baby. And you were just like, I'm going to make this happen. And, I mean, we've mm-hmm. made it happen. But yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine having an idea like that and going, yes, you know, mm-hmm. and now it's like a brick and mortar shop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know, Courtney. I think you and I are both like that, though. I mean, and this, again, this is kind of a perfect example. Like, if we want to do something, we're, we're kind of those people like, we're not going to sit around and let it pass us by. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I guess that, yeah, cookie di- baking is not <laughs> I'm yeah, more conceptual yeah. than, uh, yeah. I would let that. that pass on myself on by. Yeah. Not a baker. Courtney, I so see you being the mom, though, that when your kids graduate college, you're like, please, no, don't walk down that aisle. Oh, 100%. I'll take that diploma back. I will be eating Zoloft on my back porch like Tic Tacs. <laughs> yes, I will be. And, yeah, I'm not good with change. No. I think we've established that. Especially when it comes to your boys. Especially when it comes to my boys. Yeah, like, I'll be holding on to ankles and then walking down the aisle. I mean, For it, sure. it's going to be, yeah, it's it's rough. I don't like change. I have never been like that. For some reason, the concept of time and everybody getting older and every, I just, I don't like it. Yeah. I have friends that say, I cannot wait till everybody's gone and I can sit on the front porch with my husband and reflect on our lives. And I'm like, I mean, that makes me sweat thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> it just makes me sweat yeah. because I'm just like, wait, no, I don't want, you know, I'm like trying to savor it all mm-hmm. and hang on to it all. And 
you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. We definitely live up in the present over here, but, um, I don't, I don't want to be that. I, not that I'm going to have to reinvent myself at that age, but I am going to have to like, I don't know, like keep yourself busy. Something for sure. Yes. Well, I think that for me, like when I think about it, I'm kind of excited not and ready for that. Not not that I'm ready for them to be like be out of the house and and be done with them. You do have a three year old. I mean, so that this is all being <laughs> this is all being influenced by a three year old. Okay, yeah, so I just want to go. say that. So go ahead. That's true. Very true. But with with my children, every year that they've gotten older has you been like a better. better year. Yeah. No, I get. I agree with like, that. Ten was better than nine. Nine was better than eight. Like every stage has been better. And like. I've talked to some moms who their children are in college. I'm like, was it sad when they left? They're like, no, it was time for them to go. Yeah. Like they were ready. We were ready. And now they're at a different phase. Like they're having so much fun with their college friends. Yeah. And they get to hang out with them or, you know. Well, and I think too, like you are, I mean, you are better at different phases too. Like mm-hmm. of their kids, you know, like some people can do babies and infants really well. Some people can do young kids, like that's their wellhouse. Some people just want to take their kids to dinner and, hang out with them and when they get to the adult stage, you know? I mean, yeah. so who knows that, like, what stage? Like, my dad, I, mean, I think we had a, we did, we had a great time growing up, but he loves having four adult kids, mm-hmm. you know, that he can, like, see us and we have a great time and then, bye, y'all going to your own mortgages. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, to have, like, stimulating conversation with your children, I right. mean, you know, and ask their opinion and ask for their help or advice. I mean, it's kind of a... You know, I think it's a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. What do you think is going to be your best parenting age? I love kids. You know, like, like where I, they are now. Yeah, I love kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's challenging. Dean is challenging sometimes because I'm just like, get your own cereal, and he just can't reach it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. logistics problem. Yeah, <laughs> but, but um, I don't know. Like, I love, and I've said this on the podcast before. I love watching Graham kind of grow into his little personality. He's a little, he's sarcastic, and he's funny, and he loves to crack a joke. So, like, I can also tell that, like, I'm, I love the next phase too. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just hoping that boys aren't quite. I mean, I had a smart mouth. That was my Achilles heel growing up. Is my smart mouth, and he's gonna be a little bit like that. But hopefully, I'll cut him off and be able to. Manage it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, I, I know it was not babies. Like, I don't even... <laughs> like, infants and stuff? Like, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah. Even people that have... Like, my sister was just in town. Her baby is 10 weeks old. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to hold him. And then, bounce, bounce. Here you are. Mm-hmm. He's back. Here you go. Have, take him back. Done. So, I went and stayed with Dan and Cheyenne um, a couple weeks ago because Cheyenne went on, like, her first trip without her sisters getting married and they were going on a little bachelor trip but she went on her first trip without the baby and dan was like white flag i'm not even playing like i need your help like 911 clear the calendar you're coming let me tell you something newborns this i i did i, te- I text a group of people i probably even told you this and said babies are for the young they are for the young. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yes, And, like, I do. she is a great baby and only woke up, like, one time. She's nine months old, woke up one time in the night. Um, but, you know, you've never been away from your mom. Like, I'm not her mom. I don't smell <laughs> like her mom. I don't feel like her mom. So, Dan and I had this system where... You know, because um, she's still nursing. So, like, Cheyenne had tons of, of milk and... um Diana, I mean, Diana and I had this system where, like, okay, so she's sleeping in her crib. She wakes up. I go in there to get her. Dan would pop up from his room, go do the bottle, 
and then come back and give it to me and it would keep her in the dark, you know, because mm-hmm. if I'm in there like trying to steam a bottle and all, that was just uh-huh. not gonna, she would wake up and then we'd have to watch like, you know, baby's first channel and that's awful. So <laughs> it's just funny seeing like a 200 plus pound man like tiptoe around the house in his underwear, like with the bottle. And it's my brother, you know, who I've been through all these different phases of life with. But I laughed so hard at him trying to be quiet and creep down the hall and get the temperature of the bottle right. Just and, right. Oh. oh. And and I went in there to wake him up when she woke up and I was like, Dan, she's awake. And he like grabs my wrist and he goes, Who is this? <laughs> It was like 3.30, and I was like, I I don't have time. Like, I wake up ready to go in the middle of the night. Like, I'm ready, and I think that's that mama instinct. Yeah, that's the mom. Mm -hmm. He's totally assorted. He goes, who is this? And I was like, seriously, just go get the bottle. (laughs) And so anyway, I got her back to sleep. But it. so the next morning, I was like, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's just not for Uh Us. Yes. Well, that's how I feel with Stella. I mean, I know. I'm 41 yeah. tomorrow. Right. And do you feel three? ancient with her? Yes, I feel ancient. I just don't have the energy to run after her. Well, let and, me tell you something. She's making you old. She is making me old. She's wearing me she down. She is a firecracker. Do you see these bags? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't keep you young. They make you old. Yeah. They make you old and tired. It, you said you don't have the energy. You don't even want to. No, I just like sit down. Like at the pool and stuff. The other two, I was like right behind them the whole time. Like, no, we're not going to the concession stand again. Mm-hmm. Stella, like I see her walking over to the concession stand. I'm like, oh, she's fine. Yeah, I had it to her Give account. her what she wants. <laughs> Give her what she wants. I'm not fighting that. Eight popsicles. Yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> yep, whatever she needs. What baby wants, baby gets. Well, yeah, I mean, at least she. You've got Stella and Taylor May to help. I mean, uh, Millie and Taylor May to help you, though. Do they help? They help sometimes. Who's the bigger mama? The middle one, Millie, okay. is the better. She's a better, like, I can, Taylor May would walk away from her. You know, like, if I'd get in the shower or something. Taylor, Taylor May's like, got eh, something to fine. do. Yeah. Something on YouTube. <laughs> Make designing clothes or something. But Millie is much more of, like, the has more of that maternal. Yeah. Like, I'll take care of her. Yeah. I'll sit here with her. Mm-hmm. Entertain her. Mm-hmm. All that. It is. I mean, yeah, it is. It's for it's for the young. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny too. I don't know if I've told this story on here, but one day I was dropping off uh, Stella, and this is when I was not working mm-hmm. in the infant class, and I signed her up for like infant daycare. <laughs> don't judge. No judgment zone. <laughs> but I was really, I was like, I can't do this. Oh, infant daycare. <laughs> And I was not working. <laughs> but I, I'll be honest, I could not stay home with her. I had the other two in school. And I had things to do, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I could not sit at home with a, <laughs> Again, no judgment. So I'm dropping her off, and all these moms are, like, getting to know one another. And they're all dressed so cute. And they're, like, work outfits, headed to office. And I'm, like, like in my pajamas. Yeah, and you're, like, headed back home. Truly, in my pajamas. <laughs> and one of them one day was, like... So, what do you do? Because they're all, you know, new moms. This is their first child in the school and yeah. all that. And, like, trying to get to know, make friends. And they're like, what do you do? And I looked at her like, are you effing asking me this right now? <laughs> and I just said, nothing. I'm just too old to have a baby at home, honey. And I just, like, walked out. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do Mike this. Mike, drop. Bless Stella. And bless her her friends. Because yeah. I'm not going to be there. Honey, Stella is going to teach all those girls. She's going to be the first one to get the training bra, to do that. I mean. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear? I put this on Instagram, on my Insta story. Did you see Stella calling me a savage? <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. So, the other day, I got on to her about something. She was trying to go outside. And I was like, we are not going outside right now. 
And she turned to me and she's like, you're a savage, classy, moody, ratchet. No, she did not. In straight up attitude, like rolled her eyes and walked off. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> Let me get my phone and say that to mama one more time. Uh-uh. Yes. Yes. That's like, oh my hysterical. God. Yeah. That's my three-year-old. Yeah. Taking names. Class president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. She'll gosh. be a leader for sure. Though. Leader. Leader qualities. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us today. I can't wait to get some of that cookie dough. Yummy. Yummy. All right. Thanks so much for being with State of Southern.